Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Tailblazers! I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is is Girl Tales, a kid's podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. And we've got a special episode for you here today. Nat Geo Kids is hosting a podcast party in honor of the 100th anniversary of the discovery of King Tut's tomb. Together with other podcasts, we are making an episode about ancient Egypt. If you want more, check out The Ten News and their episode on the discovery of King Tut's tomb. Grown-ups, if you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next tale, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is Mitzi the Mummy. Enjoy! I would like to tell you about a friend of mine. She's had a lot of names as she's been around for a long time. But right now, she likes to call herself Mitzi. Mitzi the mummy, to be exact. Oh, and by mummy, I don't mean mommy. I mean mummy. An actual, real-life mummy. Who happens to be named Mitzi. Mitzi comes from ancient Egypt, but regularly visits the Freshwater Museum of History as part of a touring ancient Egyptian exhibit that travels the country. Whenever she and the rest of the mummies, statues, and other ancient Egyptian artifacts are in town, everyone in Freshwater flocks to the museum. They just cannot wait 
to see Mitzi. You see, Mitzi isn't just a regular mummy. Mitzi is a rainbow mummy. Let me tell you the story of how she got her beautiful rainbow wraps. It had been a long time since I had visited any of Freshwater's museums, so I had decided on one particular autumn Saturday to have a museum day. In the morning, I visited the Freshwater Museum of Art, where I picked up a beautiful multicolored sweatshirt, since it was a little chilly. The sweatshirt was beautiful. It had almost every color of the rainbow in the swirling design across the front. Then, in the afternoon, I walked through the Freshwater Science Museum, where I bought a new gold and silver sparkly hat and a beautiful purple polka dot umbrella, since it was getting a little rainy outside. By the time it was later afternoon, I knew I had just about an hour to get over to visit the only museum in Freshwater I had never been to before, the Freshwater Museum of History. I had heard such great things about it, so even though it was getting towards the end of the day, I rushed over there, wearing my new sweatshirt, hat, and umbrella. As I walked up the front steps of the museum, I saw big signs and banners all around. I stopped by one and read, For the first time ever, please welcome our new exhibit about ancient Egypt. The museum was strangely quiet, probably because it was close to closing time, but I figured I had enough time to take a quick tour around and then leave. I strolled casually back towards the exhibit, marveling at how much space I had to myself to look at all the artifacts. Maybe I'll even see a mummy, I thought to myself. That's when the lights got dark. The only thing lighting my way were small night lights every few feet along the walls. And then... I watched the big entrance doors to the museum close and lock behind me. In the dim light, I checked my watch, and sure enough, I had wandered into the museum just before closing time, and the museum had closed with me inside it. I should pause and say that nowadays this sort of thing doesn't happen. The museum docents at the Freshwater Museum of History now know to check every exhibit before closing for the evening. But nevertheless, there I was, locked inside the museum. It felt a little spooky. I could be locked in there all night. But I knew I had to make the best of it. After all, how often does someone get to go to a museum and learn about everything they can without having to move around other people? So I continued towards the ancient Egyptian exhibit. It was amazing. I didn't know much about ancient Egypt, but the exhibit was massive and very educational. I learned all about King Tutankhamun, who became pharaoh at only nine years old, and how they discovered his tomb in 1922. I learned about Bastet, the Egyptian goddess who had a cat head. I thought how much Bastet would love it here with all of the local cats I had come to meet. 
In the center of the room, there was a sarcophagus, open so if you peered inside, you could see a real mummy, wrapped in layers of linen. It was incredible. But after all of that walking, my feet were growing tired. So I took a seat on a long wooden bench to rest. That's when the mummy in the sarcophagus sat up. Excuse me, who are you? After getting over the initial shock that I was talking with a mummy, I replied, I'm Rebecca. Who are you? The mummy stood up and introduced herself as Mitzi. Well, she said a lot of other names first, but now she goes by Mitzi. Then we shook hands. Mitzi gasped. Ah, I love your bandages, she said gesturing to my rainbow sweater, gold and silver hat, and purple polka dot umbrella. They're so colorful. (sighs) I wish mine were beautiful like yours. I looked at Mitzi's mummy wraps. Each layer looked delicately placed, lovingly wrapped, and beautifully adorned. But when I looked at Mitzi, she seemed unimpressed. Maybe a little bit sad. I asked her about her wraps. Well, this is how all mummies from my time are wrapped. It's tradition, but can I be honest? Mitzi asked, gesturing for me to lean in. I leaned a little closer, and Mitzi said under her breath, It may be tradition to look this way, but it doesn't feel like me. I sometimes wish I looked a little more colorful, you know? More like you. I looked down at my clothes and realized I was dressed in pretty much every color I could think of. And I realized there was a pretty simple way to help Mitzi out in that moment. Oh, I said, well, here, take my sweatshirt. I took off my new sweatshirt and hat and handed it to Mitzi, who put them on delicately. Then I handed her my umbrella. I brought Mitzi over to the bathroom so she could look at herself in the mirror. She gasped and twirled with delight. Now that is what I'm talking about. Uh Uh-huh, all right, looking good, girl. The rest of the night in the museum was a great deal of fun. (laughs) Mitzi showed me around the rest of the ancient Egypt exhibit and told me a lot of stories about life in ancient Egypt. We talked for hours, but soon it was almost time for the museum to reopen and for me to go home. Mitzi gave me a big hug, then took off my sweatshirt and hat and handed it back to me along with the umbrella. Thank you for letting me wear those. She said, I haven't felt that much like myself in a long time. I didn't think feeling that way was possible. Of course it is, I said. You always deserve to feel like the true, authentic you. 
Mitzi explained that sometimes she didn't know how to express herself, that she was afraid of what the other mummies might say or think. She even confessed that sometimes she felt a little bit, well, alone. There weren't many other mummies she had met who wanted to wear colorful linens. Then she walked slowly back to her sarcophagus, climbed back in, waved, and said a goodbye. I knew what I had to do. I spent that whole day out in freshwater, shopping. Every store I went to, I asked if the store owners had a little bit of linen they could spare for my new friend Mitzi the Mummy, who wanted to wear the rainbow. Sure enough, at the coffee shop, I picked up a swatch with pink polka dots. At the bookstore, they had a yard of mint green and half a yard of royal blue linen. Down at the mechanic, they had checkered linen. And over at the diner, there was bright red linen. Everyone was happy to lend me a hand. Well, lend me some linen. That night, I snuck back into the museum. I found Mitzi, who was shocked to see the many different swatches of linen trailing behind me. Mitzi, I said, look, these may not all be the right fit, but I found lots of. Before I could even finish my sentence, Mitzi dove into the fabric with glee, sorting out different pieces to try on. Oh my word, look at all these fabrics. My goodness, they're beautiful. Her laughter echoed around the empty room. Before I knew it, mixed among her white linen wraps were strips of pinks, golds, yellows, mints, navies, polka dots, and stripes. I explained to Mitzi that these linens were from people all around Freshwater, people who were happy to lend a little bit of fabric so that she could feel her best. Mitzi continued to try on different fabric options asking me where each one was from and laughing with delight. Where's this one from? Oh my goodness, how kind. What's a diner? Interesting. Hmm. Sometimes having a community around you who supports you can really help you shine. Word about the rainbow mummy spread quickly among freshwater. Some people even recognized the fabric they had given to me and were so happy to see Mitzi wearing them with pride. Some freshwater residents would even come to the museum and leave some new colors of linen by the sarcophagus when they left, only to come back the next day to see Mitzi wearing them. When it came time for the ancient Egyptian exhibit to leave the Freshwater Museum of History and travel to the next city, it felt like everyone in Freshwater visited the museum to say goodbye to Mitzi, the rainbow mummy. In her short time in Freshwater, she had made quite the impression. Some kids in Freshwater even dressed up like Mitzi, wearing as many colors as they could. I was sad to say goodbye, but she reassured me that she'd be back to Freshwater before I knew it. And who knows, maybe the next time she came back, she'd be even more colorful. Mitzi was right. She continues to travel the world with her ancient Egyptian exhibit, picking up new fabrics and patterns in each city she visits. Every time she returns to Freshwater, she tells me stories about all the people she's met along her travels. 
she even met another mummy like her, who wanted to wear more colors, and she shared some of her fabrics with him. In fact, he joined her touring exhibit, and they toured together as the Rainbow Mummies. They've actually just arrived back at the museum, so I should probably end this story and go visit them. I just can't wait to hear more stories about their adventures. That was Mitzi the Mummy by Megan Begala. Produced by Chad Shanai. Executive produced and performed by me, Rebecca Cunningham. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts. Grownups, if you would like extra stories for your tailblazers to listen to, like the original Alice's Adventures in Wonderland or The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, performed by me, well, there's only one place to get it. Head to patreon.com slash girltales and join Team Dorothy or above. And grownups, you can also find Girl Tales and Cordelia Studios on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And hey, if you love this story, share it with a friend. Oh, and remember, I believe in you. <laughs>